At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting you ready for the day in sports betting, this is Point Spread Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hi, everybody. Welcome into Point Spread Saturday on VSIN, where bowl season is officially upon us. And a wacky, COVID-filled Week 15 in the NFL will be here to break it all down with you. I'm Mark Zeno. Thank you so much for joining us. Also on the show today, Tim Brando, Fox Sports, will take us through all of the college football playoff and the New Year's Six Bowls, and as well through the NFL in Week 15. The prop queen herself, Ariel Epstein from Yahoo Sports, will join us. But let's get started with a day full of bowls, seven of them to be exact, and we will break down every single one of them. A quick recap of last night, two bowl games in the books for us, Middle Tennessee and Toledo in the Bahamas Bowl. Middle Tennessee pulls off the slight upset and the cover. Uh, they were big dogs last night and actually win 31-24. And then Coastal Carolina defeats NIU 47-41 in the Tailgreeter Cure Bowl. So those two are in the books. But again, a full day of bowls today, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern in the Boca Raton Bowl between Western Kentucky and App State. Uh, App State, a three-point favorite here with a total set around 68. A very interesting matchup between these two high-powered offenses that really, for me, you know, there's a lot of motivational things going on in this game, particularly Bailey Zappa, the quarterback of Western Kentucky. Uh, They have a number one passing offense in the country. He has 56 touchdowns on the year, just four shy of Joe Burrow's record for the most TDs in in a college football season. He's going to be motivated and want to tie or break that record. So we'll see how much he is going to play. And if they can get out early and continue to push, we may see him start to throw even more. Um, and, and the Hilltoppers average 43 points a game. But App State, no slouch themselves, scoring 34 points a game. But the Mountaineers do it via the rush. And Western Kentucky does it via the pass. So you kind of get like a contrasting styles matchup here between these two teams. And I really think it's a correlating bet situation between both of these schools. If you like the under, you're going to lean on App State. If you like the over, you're going to take Western Kentucky. When I first saw the number here, I looked at the 68 and felt like a contrarian under was sort of the play here a little bit, given how much these two offenses have done and how much they've scored. Western Kentucky hasn't scored less than 40 in a game since the middle of October. Uh, And and again, App State, no slouch themselves, scored at least 27 uh, in a six-game winning streak leading up to the final week of the regular season because both of these teams had won at least six straight. It was six straight for App State, seven straight for Western Kentucky prior to their final game of the regular season where they both lost. So 
I look to the spot here, and the other factor you have to take into consideration, the weather in Boca Raton. Cloudy this morning, rain expected into the forecast. If that's the case, if you're getting a slop fest and a sloppy track, that certainly hurts the chances for Western Kentucky to be able to run their offense as effectively as they have. And from that standpoint, I think the under comes in, and I do like App State laying the three points here. I just think it's a styles make fights kind of deal where their running game and their ability to control the clock and slow down the tempo will ultimately be the difference here in this game. I'm not much of a guy for bold trends per se because so much changes from year to year. But it is worth noting that App State has won six consecutive bowl games. They've gone four and two against the number in that span. Uh, and last year, Western Kentucky in the Lending Tree Bowl, that was the first time they were in a bowl game as an underdog. So they're typically the favorite in this spot. Uh, but both of these teams have been kind of betters all year long. Western Kentucky nine and four against the number. Uh, App State eight and five, but my play here in this one, I'll take the contrarian under, and I'll take App State in the Boca Raton Bowl. I think that this this matchup sets up nicely for App State uh, as they end up coming into the contest against a high-powered offense. And again, if, the, if their run game is working, and if the weather is bad, and it lends itself to run more, then I think App State uh, is definitely the side to be on. All right, moving on to the next game, the Celebration Bowl at Mercedes-Benz Stadium right here in Atlanta where I am. Uh, kickoff set for 12 o'clock Eastern between Jackson State and South Carolina State, two HBCU schools. And of course, Jackson State getting all the pub this week because Deion Sanders, the head coach of Jackson State, flipped the number one, number two recruit in the country to not go to a power five school and come to Jackson State. And since they started tracking stars for recruits back in 2006, the first recruit was a five-star recruit to choose a non-power five school over a power five. Jackson State laying 11 and a half right here in a total of a very low 42. Um, South Carolina State comes into this game seven straight unders to finish the season. Jackson State won nine in a row to come into the season. Uh, I, I will actually look at this from more than a motivation standpoint, just from a purely offensive standpoint. I, I think Jackson State will be plenty motivated. Again, Dion just flipped this recruit. He wants to show out on national TV. He's going to want to put together a good offensive performance for a 10-1 and team in year one for Dion. I mean, look what he, what he put together was incredibly impressive. But as I said, South Carolina State, seven straight unders. Three straight unders for Jackson State coming into the game. However, both of these teams score at least 25 points a game. For South Carolina, they're at 25. Jackson State, they're at 30. South Carolina State gives up 28 points a game. And that's why I'm going to play the over here. It's a low number. It's a, a very low number. Jackson State's defense is very good. The only average giving up 14 points a game. But the way the math works out for this one and me, for me, is if Jackson State can get me to 27-28, all I need South Carolina State to do is get me to 14, and I'm right in the window where I need to be. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that's the way the math works out, and I certainly think Jackson State could get to 28. I tried to look for a team total over. I didn't see it anywhere last night, but it is another viable play. If you're getting Jackson State somewhere under 30, I think it's a valuable team total to look at the over if you can find it somewhere because I do think that their offense is good enough to score in a South Carolina State defense. Typically, what we've seen in recent years from the Celebration Bowl, they're fairly high-scoring games. With the exception of two years ago, Grambling and North Carolina Central, all these games get you into the mid-40s, if not higher. Um, and a lot of these schools like to come here and play on, on the big stage because they don't always get to do it. And so I think this, uh, well, the 11 and a half might be a little bit rich for my blood. I think this is a spot where both of these teams can do their part to get to the over here. And if you get a low number at 42, I mean, I'd really love it. You know, at, at a 41, if I was looking ideally as a key number at 41 to bet the over. But I don't think there's much reason to be scared uh, about that one point differential. You're under 44. They should be able to get you to that 27-17 spot here, uh, which, you know, it, it kind of works out math wise from a cover standpoint, from a side standpoint that the over can come in uh, again, contrarian a little bit because of all the unders that have come in for uh, both of these teams and the streak that they're on. But I'll take the over in the Celebration Bowl. All right, on to bowl number three of the day, the New Mexico Bowl in Albuquerque, getting set to kick off at 2.15 p.m. Eastern between Fresno State and UTEP. Uh, Fresno laying 11 and a total of 51. 
Talk about motivation, uh, which is a big thing for bowl games. And again, if it's not part of your handicap, you really need to make it part of it because a lot of it matters. And all, the other thing that matters is who's coaching the game, right? Because so much transition has happened. And here's what's happened to Fresno. Their head coach, Kalen DeBoer, has left for Washington. Uh, a lot of their other coaching staff has decided to leave for other jobs. A lot of their assistants have decided to leave for other jobs. Their quarterback, Jake Hayner, entered the transfer portal. <laughs> He's replaced by Jalen Henderson, who has thrown eight more passes than you and I have this season in college football. So from that standpoint, this is going to be a very difficult spot for Fresno. I'm surprised the line hasn't moved. I love UTEP today. It's one of my favorite bets of the day. Uh, this is just too big of a number in a game where you're looking at a UTEP team that has the 23rd best pass, the pass efficiency defense in America. They only give up about 200 yards a game through the air. Fresno's offense, again, which could score 33 points a game, is now being quarterbacked by somebody who hasn't taken all that many snaps. And that is a huge advantage for UTEP, especially getting double digits in this spot. So uh, this is a really easy kind of short handicap for me. With everything that's gone on, uh, I think that UTEP is the play. They've got a very efficient offense. They've averaged 25 points a game. Uh, their quarterback, Gavin Hardison, a very modest year, just around 3,000 yards, 17 touchdowns. His top target, Jacob Cowling, 67 catches, around 1,300 yards, 17 D, 7 TDs. But again, this is a spot where you lose your head coach, you lose your starting quarterback. How much are these guys able to, to gel and coalesce around an entirely new, different voice and a new quarterback in a short amount of time, laying double-digit points? UTEP, the minors are the right side here today, and I had very little hesitation about jumping on them. So uh, an easy spot for me. Next bowl, Independence Bowl in Shreveport, Louisiana, between number 16 BYU and UAB. BYU comes in the game 10-2 on the year, obviously just missing out on a New Year's Six Bowl, but BYU is sort of partly contractually obligated to play in a bowl game owned by ESPN. And so from that standpoint, they have sort of, you know, been slotted into a bowl that might be below where they're typically used to playing and the, and the caliber they're playing all season long. Even their AD talked a lot about how, you know, they were just a half yard short of being involved in a New Year's Six Bowl. Interesting to note here that Weather will also be a factor in Shreveport today. Uh, look to the under. It's not a play that I'm going to make, but I would tell you look to the under. Both of these teams as well, heavily rushing teams. UAB averages 177 yards on the game, uh, on the ground per game, and BYU averages 187 uh, on the ground per game. And with the total being at 55, if you look at BYU's totals, uh, with the exception of, of the final game of the year uh, that they have played, all of their totals have been in the mid and above, and four of the last six have gone to the under. Uh, UAB at one point this year had a five-game stretch where they went to the under. So uh, with weather being a factor, and again, Dwayne McBride, the running back for BYU, he's injured. Who knows if he's going to play? If he's not, their, their potency of their offense might be a little bit in question as well. So I, I think given these two offenses and how much I like to run and the weather being a factor, it could be a slot. And, and the under is probably the way you go. No play for me in this game, but I would look to the under if I was giving out a handicap for you guys. All right, we got a couple more polls to get to for an exact. We'll also start to look at uh, week 15 in the NFL, the Saturday night slate, all coming up next right here on VSIN. Thank you so much for joining me. It is Point Spread Saturday. We got more bowl games coming, more NFL. Certainly stay with us. I'm Mark Zeno on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot. 
The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Point Spread Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. The new episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod features Eclipse award-winning writer John Scheinman, who discusses his new book, Bal Harbor Blues. Celebrity interviewer Brad Blanks talks about what happens when red carpets and horse racing come together. South Point's Chris Andrews handicaps some of today's races. Subscribe now at iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher, or download it at vcin.com slash podcasts. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod is sponsored by First Bet. Welcome back in to Point Spread Saturday. I'm Mark Zeno. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Coming up later in the show, how to bet the NFL COVID games this week. I'll give you five key things to look for when you're betting a COVID game, so stay tuned for that as well. Also, Tim Brando, Fox Sports, going to join us before the end of this hour as we'll take a look forward to the college football playoff and the New Year's Six Bowls. But as we continue through all the bowls of the day, let's get back to the ones that are taking place today. And we Start this segment with the Hancock Whitney, I'm sorry, the Lending Tree Bowl at Hancock Whitney Stadium in Mobile between Liberty and Eastern Michigan. Liberty laying nine and a half total uh, of 58 and a half. We talk about motivation. I think there'll be a high level motivation for Malik Willis, the quarterback of Liberty, who's projected right now to be a quarterback that could go in the second round, if not the first round of the NFL draft. His motivation level will be high. It's the last game he's going to play if he decides to enter the draft. This will be the last game that he's going to play. He's going to want to make a very good impression the last thing he puts on tape. Both of these offenses can score. They both average in the 30s. Liberty averages 176 yards a game on the ground, and Eastern Michigan gives up 197 yards a game on the ground. That's a bad combo. However, uh, when you look at this game here, Eastern Michigan is kind of that team that is always hanging around in games. They always seem to be within a score. Um, I, I don't know how much I want to lay this big of a number with Liberty. And what scares me more than anything about Liberty is you look at this offense that scores 31 points a game. They did so mostly against really subpar talent throughout the year. The final three games of the year, they played Ole Miss, Louisiana, and Army, three bowl teams. And they got outscored in those three games 100-44. to 44. They never scored more than 16 in any of those games. 14, 14, and 16 is what they scored. It unnerves me a little bit about laying this kind of number with an offense that when pushed the way they were against high-level teams, they were unable to score. Uh, I, I would have thought that this offense, especially with Malik Willis, who has 2,600 passing yards, 24 TDs, he likes to get out and run as well. He's one of those mobile quarterbacks, but he does turn the ball over. He's got 12 interceptions on the year. It's just a lot for me to lay with Liberty. However, comma, you look at the total, 
58 and a half, somewhere in that range. And I look at this game and I think the total is a real possibility. I even looked at, at Liberty's team total and figured my math said, okay, it'll be in the 32 range. It was at 34 and a half at one shop that I saw. And I said, well, that might be a little bit too rich for my blood, but I do think both these teams can get into the thirties. And if Eastern Michigan does their part, against a team um, that gives up 140 yards rushing on the ground. Eastern Michigan, a very good passing team, but Liberty's pass defense, very good. They only give up 174 yards a game uh, through the air. So it, it's one of those things where it's almost like a gut feel. And what do you think of, a, of how this is going to go? I do like Eastern Michigan get nine and a half. I would lean towards the over. I think both of these teams are going to score in this spot. Uh, it, it's a game to me that, uh, you know, feels like a coin flip. The number does look big though for a Liberty team um, that hasn't blown anybody out in three weeks, obviously losing uh, the last three down the stretch there, but you know, a game against North Texas, they they lost by nine, they won by nine uh, earlier in the year. So I, I don't get a strong feel. I just it's it's not a comfortable feeling for me to lay the nine and a half with Liberty. So probably no play on this game for me. But I would look to Eastern Michigan catching points and possibly the over. Coming up next is the L.A. Bowl, the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. How did Jimmy Kimmel get a bowl named after him? I have to work harder in life because I need a bowl named after me. SoFi Stadium in L.A., 730 Eastern tonight. Kick. Uh, this is a, one of my other favorite plays of the day. Utah State uh, getting seven and a half from Oregon State. Always interesting when you get a smaller conference school who's a who's a conference champion against a power five school that just is hovering around 500 and getting into a bowl game like Oregon State is. I love Utah State today. I love them getting seven and a half. And believe it or not, I think that they are a great money line play, uh, money line sprinkle. You're getting them at better than two to one on the money line. It is absolutely worth the value here uh, because I'm not really sure how much Oregon, Oregon State rather, is invested into this game. Um, I, I think that for Utah State, it's a matter of, okay, we're a conference champ. We're going to show the big boys that we know how to play. And the fact that the number has been bet past the seven to seven and a half makes me love Utah State even more. Their quarterback, Logan Bonner, is thrown for over 3,500 yards and 36 touchdowns on the year compared to OSU's Chance Nolan, who was only thrown for 2,400 yards and 19 touchdowns. Utah State has the better offense in this game. Despite the fact they both score around 32 points a game, it's Utah State's offense. They average over 300 yards a game through the air. And Oregon State's pass defense gives up 240 yards a game through the air in college. That's a That's a pretty, you know, bad number. It's, it, it's high. So from that standpoint, uh, I look at Utah at Utah state rather in a great position to go out and win this game. Cause I just don't know how much Oregon state really believes that this bowl actually matters to them. Um, it's, I just getting seven and a half. I think it's a great play on the money line. Utah State uh, continues to to su surprise. They've won seven out of their last eight to finish the year. Uh, a great play today for Utah State for me. Uh, just a, a prime spot, prime for the picking, if you will, uh, that Oregon State not really motivated in this game. And then finally, the other game we'll get to, the other bowl game today, the RL Carriers New Orleans Bowl at the Caesars Superdome in New Orleans versus Louisiana and Marshall. A de facto home game for the Raging Cajuns. Um, they lost their opener to Texas and then won 12 straight to win their first outright Sunbelt Conference championship. Motivation gets a factor here. A lot of things have changed for Louisiana. Billy Napier has left and taken the job at Florida. Their defensive coordinator has left. I think their special teams coach is gone as well. It looks like Michael DeSormo, who is the co-offensive coordinator, is going to be coaching this game. And I think the Raging Cajuns will be motivated to play for him. In fact, I don't think, I, I know they'll, they'll be motivated to play for him. Um, and Marshall is a team that comes into this game uh, as a as a highly powered, you know, offense that averages 34 points a game. But it's the thing that sells me on Louisiana laying the points in this spot is the Louisiana run game, which averages 190 yards a game on the ground versus a bad Marshall defense that gives up 100 and. Uh, 90 yards a game on the ground. So it's a bad combination for Marshall and they may have to play catch up and, and they also may have to figure out how not to get pushed around up front. Louisiana also owns the second best turnover differential in the country. So it's amazing. They've taken the ball over there plus 13 in turnover differential. And that's something while turnovers aren't predictive. That's something I think that when you put into your handicap that they'll be able to take advantage of mistakes. Um, a, a good running team, with a good defense, Louisiana only gives up 18 points a game. They're laying a short number here, all things considered. 
I like the Raging Cajuns a lot today. I think it's a great spot for them in a de facto home game between them and Marshall. Uh, Marshall finishes season seven and five. Uh, This is a game earlier in the year. App State fans may remember this. When you talk about how good Louisiana's rush offense is versus how bad Marshall's rush defense is, they gave up over, over 280 yards rushing in a game against App State earlier this year. So there, there's there's a lot to like about this game. I think Louisiana can control the pace. They can control the style. Uh, they'll be able to literally run all over Marshall in this spot. I'm laying the points with Louisiana. De facto home game. Really like the spot for the Raging Cajuns today. All right. That takes care of the bowl games in college. Let's pivot and switch to the one NFL game on this slate tonight between the New England Patriots and the Indianapolis Colts. Patriots catching two and a half points here. In Indianapolis, Uh, I would tell people, uh, much like when your wife tells you you don't have to buy her a Christmas present, this game is a trap. It feels very trappy that New England would be catching points in this spot, and your reaction would be to say, oh, my God, how am I not taking New England here? Be very careful. Uh, I, I think this is a prime spot for the Colts to go and steal one, one that they absolutely need, given where they are in the a- in a very, very tight AFC. The other thing I look at in this game, I like the over a lot. Um, it's at 45, 46, 45 and a half, somewhere in that range. Indianapolis's offense shows up better against good defense for some weird reason. It's like they only go out and score 23 against Jacksonville, but put up 41 and 31 against Buffalo and Tampa Bay. It's That's Frank Reich. That is his coaching style. He's able to do that. Both these teams like to run, which makes people think, hey, it's probably going to be an under. I don't think so. I think this is going to be high scoring. Uh, I, I think 27-20 is an easy possibility. I'm under that key number of 47. I really like the over tonight. Uh, and I think that this is a spot where Indianapolis is favored for a reason. Don't get caught up in Oh, how are the Patriots catching points? Some of those narratives about New England are a little bit old, and I know we want to bring them back because it's Belichick, and we want to bring them back because we like Mac Jones sort of emulates Tom Brady a little bit. Don't get sucked into it. It's a trap. Buy your wife a Christmas gift, and don't take the points with the Patriots tonight on Saturday Night Football in the NFL. All right, when we come back, it'll be Tim Brando. Fox Sports College Football will join us to go over the New Year's Six and the college football playoff. That is next, coming up right here on Point Spread Saturday. I'm Mark Zeno. You're watching VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Point Spread Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Point Spread Saturday is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups and no more batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available at over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head over to Zinn.com find to locate a store near you. That's Zinn, Z-Y-N.com find. Welcome back to Point Spread Saturday. I am Mark Zeno. So Zen to Zeno, here we go. Uh, on this Saturday, certainly appreciate you joining us. Uh, coming up here in a little more than 10 minutes, how to bet COVID games in the NFL. We'll give you my five keys going forward. Plus next hour as well, we'll get into uh, all week 15 games in the NFL and my plays as well. But let's turn our attention back to college football right now. Welcome into the show. College football commentator and more. Find him on Twitter. At Tim Brando, he is Tim Brando, joining us here on Point Spread Saturday. Tim, good morning and welcome. Well, happy uh, holidays and good morning to you, Mark. Great to be with you. Absolutely. Uh, Let's start speaking of your Twitter. Something that I saw you put out on Friday uh, about expanding the college football playoff. Not a fan of the opt-outs, ready to go to 12, are you? Well, yeah. Anybody that knows me uh, knows how I feel about uh, the disgraceful postseason that college football has been putting out there since I began covering it uh, on the original game day way back in 1987. And my time uh, through those decades and now well into my fourth, I I believe college football is uh, without question uh, the greatest, most mismanaged game uh, out there. Uh, clearly it's the second most popular sport by all metrics. Uh, and yet it's, um, uh, just totally mismanaged by, uh, 
uh, a group of exclusionaries that want to make sure that only brand names generally get in. Now, this year, they had no alternative but to put Cincinnati in uh, with Notre Dame there at their back door in the fifth location. Uh, once, o- once Oklahoma State was beaten by Baylor, there was really no other option. They had to put Cincinnati in. Uh, otherwise, we could say that it's the same people every year uh, getting the same good graces because of uh, you know their brand and the brand they represent. That's what college football has consistently done. And uh, until we open it up, uh, these championships are no less mythical in my mind than they were post-World War II uh, when the wire services were doing it. Um, we just have a, a, a committee now that we don't know that much of that has no criteria that, uh, that, that uh, is, is feasible uh, other than to give their opinions. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when a 13-0 and team wins its conference crown, you would think they should be in no matter what. And until now, you know, none of those teams I think we're having some technical difficulties hearing Tim. Uh, we'll try to get him back here in just a moment. Uh, and again, the college football playoff up for debate. Uh, I mean, personally, me, I, I, well, I understand Tim, what Tim is saying about the system and the way we get the four teams in uh, and that it may be a little bit flawed. I personally, I, I enjoy the four-team playoff. Uh, again, maybe I'm just old and traditional in that sense. Maybe I'm just somebody who looks at it and, and is happy with the system the way it works because I don't think they've ever gotten it wrong. Um, and, and to this point, I'm, I'm happy with the results I get. Now, I have somebody who has been staunchly against the non-Power 5 school making it. However, and I will ask this to Tim, get him back. Tim, okay, Tim is back. Tim, sorry about that. We apologize for the uh, technical difficulties. Um, but I wanted to no pivot problem. too quickly your, your thoughts on Cincinnati. Much like the NCAA tournament, I never judge a team's validity to get into the tournament by what they do in their first game. So a bubble team, if they get in and get blown out, everybody goes, oh, see, they shouldn't have been there. No, that's not how it works because you get in based off of your resume, not how you're going to play once you're in the tournament. So for Cincinnati, I, I have been somebody who's like, I don't think the Power 5 schools do deserve to, non-Power 5 schools do deserve to get in, but I understand why they got in this year. So when they match up against a team like Alabama, if they do get run out of the gym, so to speak, all it says to me is that we are talking about different levels of competition. Shouldn't preclude them from getting in, but just realize what you're getting when you put one in, a team that's likely going to get boat raced. Well, let me let me counter by saying who has a better road win in college football this year than Cincinnati? Does Alabama have a better road win than Cincinnati? I don't no. think they do. I mean, they don't. So when you, know, you, you say, well, their strength of schedule isn't what it needs to be, all right, well, let's let's check out what happened to Georgia this year. You know, they were they're such a dominant team, but if you take a real hard look at Georgia's season, who did they play, even in the mighty SEC, that challenged their defense until they got Bryce Young? Yeah, and nobody. Really not many people. You know, not really anybody in the Southeastern <laughs> Conference that they played up until that point. Listen, it is a game of matchups. I agree with you there. All right, I do. And here's the thing. Cincinnati – matches up better against Alabama than most people think. They've got two NFL corners. They've got at least a half dozen NFL players on the offensive side, including a transfer in Ford as a running back that could make a difference for them. So anybody that's thinking that Alabama is going to boat race Cincinnati the way they did Georgia, I would beg to differ. I would tell you that Cincinnati has been challenged, at least in their secondary, and they have answered the bell when they've been in that position. And when they were challenged, it was by teams that ran offenses that were wide open and at times made Cincinnati look bad during the regular season. And, and by the way, when, when teams like Alabama look awful against Auburn, not a lot is said about it. I mean, it's not. But when Cincinnati sort of has a you know, so-so game against Tulsa, they are crucified by everyone, including the committee. So the goalposts are always moving on the teams that aren't in the SEC or the Big Ten. I mean, that's just a fact. And these New Year's Six Bowl opt-outs are another reason why we're going to see expansion. It's not a, it's not a matter of uh, – uh, and, and let me just say this up front. Had the Southeastern Conference Commissioner Greg Sankey been transparent 
when they were talking about expansion, when with the committee he had Bob Bowlesby on it, along with Thompson of the Mountain West and Jack Swarbrick of Notre Dame, if they had been up front about Texas and Oklahoma being poached and moving into the SEC, we'd already have uh, the expansion okayed. He he wasn't transparent about it, and therefore there's a lack of trust, and we're not going to see expansion probably until realignment is concluded. But we're going to have it because the, the opt-outs are going to kill these bowl games. Pickett's gone. Uh, we've seen, you know, for Pitt, we've seen other examples. Uh, Walker is gone for Michigan State. Uh, you saw what happened to Florida last year when they played Oklahoma. It was awful. I mean, Dan Mullen had about half his team ready to go. You're going to see more of this until we expand as well. But the players will stay if they know they're going to be part of the college football playoff. Why? Because they know that they can add to their worth when they play in games that matter. These glorified exhibitions don't matter. Final thoughts here for uh, Tim Brando of Fox Sports. You, know, you mentioned Georgia a moment ago, and I'm here in SEC country in Atlanta. I've covered this team extensively. I try to remove recency bias when they take on this Michigan team. I just can't get out of my head what I saw, how they got dominated by Alabama. And I have a funny feeling. I certainly love Michigan getting the eight points, but I have a funny feeling it could happen again. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, I, I'm with you there. They they were put on their heels. And this is a Michigan team that has an identity. You know, I, I have to give Jim Harbaugh just a ton of credit. Um, he clearly could not establish an identity uh, in all those years leading up to now. Uh, he takes a hit uh, financially. Michigan handled it appropriately. And then whatever else, whatever additional revenues he gets, he gives back. I mean, it's all the right moves have been made uh, by the Wolverines. Now, I will say this. Uh, they don't throw it well, particularly well, and they don't throw it that often. But when they do throw it, they, they are pretty efficient at it. And I think that's the thing that Georgia's got to be ready for, that this is a, a Michigan team that can be tough and, uh, and, and it can blow people off the line of scrimmage. Now, we'll see, okay, because Georgia is so good against the run. But I think from time to time, Michigan now is going to press that secondary and, and put some, some heat on them because of what they noticed that Alabama was able to do and do rather easily. Yeah, it's, it, it's incredible to see how that whole game unfolded. Uh, Tim's going to be calling yeah, both ends of the college basketball crossroads classic today in Indy. You get Butler and number three Purdue at noon and then Indiana and Notre Dame at 1230. So wishing you a great call today. Thanks so much for the time this morning. Always love having you on, Tim. Just a wealth of knowledge. We certainly appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. Great being with you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to all of your viewers and listeners out there. And I'm here for you anytime. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas to you, too. All right. Uh, the great Tim Brando, uh, passionate as always, and certainly uh, one of the best covering college football. All right. Coming up next, COVID has run through the NFL. How do you bet those games? There is a way through it. And I'll tell you that coming up next. I'm Mark Zinno. You are watching Point Spread Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. 
Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Point Spread Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. The college bowl season has kicked off, and VEASAN has got you covered with all our new bowl betting guide. Get matchup analysis on every bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help make you make your best bets, whether you're betting on every game or just want to find a few key high-value props. The VEASAN College Bowl Betting Guide can help give you an edge. Get your digital copy today for only $19.99 at VEASAN.com slash bowl guide. Welcome back into Point Spread Saturday. I'm Mark Zinno. Appreciate you guys being with us this Saturday morning as we got a full day of seven college football bowls. Get back, kick back, get ready, get set, sit on your couch and just watch football from about 11 a.m. Eastern today until about midnight tonight uh, and enjoy all of it. Uh, I'll have more on my picks coming up later on in the show. Also next hour, we'll dive into week 15 in the NFL with the prop queen herself, Ariel Epstein, will join us uh, to go over week 15, look at side total and props for the games in the NFL. But it has been a crazy week in the National Football League, given how much COVID casualties we've seen, right? I mean, so many players have have come up positive for COVID and teams are in such a point where the NFL had to walk it back because you remember distinctly in the beginning of the year, the NFL told everybody, we're not moving games. Uh, And if you have an outbreak of COVID, that is your fault. Guess what? You're going to forfeit the game. And then they they took this hardline stance in the sand. Well, I told everybody when that happened that they were lying to you. I told everybody that they would never forfeit a game. There's too much money involved. There's too much TV contracts involved. There's too much of everything involved for them to ever cancel a game. So it's not going to happen, and it didn't happen. And wisely, the NFL didn't want to put anybody at a competitive disadvantage uh, by making a COVID-ravaged team who's missing 20 players um, end up playing a game with just guys who don't belong in the NFL. It was not worth it to them. It wasn't worth their product. It wasn't worth their integrity. And so they've moved a whole bunch of games around. Thankfully, they did that. Uh, and here we are. Now we have NFL games starting on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, all of next week. And then you get Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday again next week because they're playing on Friday and Saturday on Christmas this year. So there you go. Uh, you got you got football, NFL football every day, but Wednesday of next week. Buckle in, folks. It's going to be a lot of fun. But for those who want to look at this from a betting angle, you have to start to ask yourself, how do I bet these COVID games? Are they completely stayaways? And should I just not put my money there? I would tell you that they're not. There are a lot of things that you can look for and evaluate in your handicap when it comes to betting COVID games and a way to find some value. Number one, I look at who are the quarterbacks. If the starting quarterback is down, that obviously is a huge problem. Now, when you look at, like, for example, a case of the Cleveland Browns, when Baker Mayfield went down and Case Keenum was going in and the line had moved quickly all the way over to the side where the we where the Raiders were a favorite, I was so excited and ready to jump on the Cleveland Browns because there is not that much of a drop-off between Case Keenum and Baker Mayfield. Reasonable people can choose to argue and disagree with that, but from my standpoint, there's not that much of a drop-off. The offense can still score what they need to score to stay in the game, and the fact that they were flipping to a dog tells me, that I had some value there. Now, when you take out uh, Case Keenum and put in Nick Mullins, it's hit the brakes, right? Like, because, you know, I, I just, 
Nick Mullins is a guy I'm not going to trust. There is a drop-off from Baker Mayfield and Case Keenum to Nick Mullins, so it changes things. But I, but that's a similar situation where, again, figure out who the quarterback is. If you got the starting quarterback, there's certain a certain level of trust you can still put in there. you got to check on key players who are missing at key positions, the offensive line and in the secondary, right? Those are places that teams will look to exploit backups uh, and take advantage of them. You don't want... Nick Bosa going up against a second-string left tackle. That's a bad matchup, and it's going to ruin the quarterback's day. That is not advantageous uh, to betting on the team that has, is missing their, their starting offensive tackle. You don't want, in the case of the Rams, you don't want Jalen Ramsey's backup because Jalen Ramsey is a good enough corner that their entire defense exists, that he takes care of one-third of the field on his own. If he's not there, their entire defensive philosophy has to shift because now they need more people to cover more guys because they don't have the ability to shut down one-third of the field like they did with Jalen Ramsey, or at least give him one-third of the field and say, hey, it's yours. So when you're missing a guy like that, that's a big problem because it creates mismatches that you have to look to take advantage of. Now, again, if you're betting on Seattle this week against the Rams, that is a huge plus that Jalen Ramsey is out. In fact, I will give you a little, little hint. That's one of my plays this week is Seattle for that reason. Um, that they are a team that is going to take advantage of the fact that Jalen Ramsey is not playing. That's a big loss for the Rams. So look at the key positions where players are missing. Uh, if you're missing a, a backup defensive lineman, it's you know that doesn't hurt you. Uh, take a look at overall depth because it will matter. And again, a case like the Rams, how good is their secondary in general? How often are they in nickel coverage? How often is this team using multiple players at a certain position group? You know, linebackers, a key linebacker, let's just say it's Levante David for Tampa Bay. If he's out, what are the, what do the rotations look like? These are things that you have to really dive into to figure out what a team can do to overcome the loss of a certain player. So the depth matters, the scheme matters, all those things are a big part of your handicap and understanding what they do and why they do it in order for a team to figure out how they're going to navigate missing players with COVID. So that's number three. Number four, and this one should seem pretty obvious, look to the under. Right. If you're missing players like, uh, you know, key starters, um, running backs, wide receivers, obviously quarterbacks, unders are more likely to come in. Teams are more likely to be a little bit conservative if they are missing key players because they don't want to put themselves in a position to be exposed. They're willing to go three and out and punt and play field position game. They're willing to put their defense back on the field and look for a chance just to flip the field and hopefully gain some yardage that way. Um, I don't think you'll see a lot of trick plays. I don't think you see a lot of teams taking chances when they're missing key players who are part of their offense or their defense who have who have tried and done certain things and schemes and packages all season long. And so from that standpoint, I think you can look to a lot of these unders. And now some of them may have dropped already and you might have missed your opportunity for value. But depending on all those other things I told you about before, the quarterback, the key positions, the depth, is it still possible that an under can come in? Could they not have set the total low enough? It's absolutely possible. I would look to the under. If you're getting a total in the mid-40s, mid-to-high 40s still in some of these games, try to take advantage of it and see if you can get it. I mean, when you're looking at an under, you're looking at the offenses in general. But if they're missing key players, well, then that's another reason to uh, try to take advantage of that in a spot. And then finally, if you want to look for some value and you want to look for a place to go place a bet, player props are still the way to go in these games. Let's take, for example the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Washington football team. Now, let's assume, for argument's sake, Jalen Hurts is playing. His rushing yards prop to me is still extremely valuable uh, because he can take advantage of a defense that he'll be able to run through. Nick Chubb playing. Most of the Cleveland offensive line is intact. He will get extra workload with Nick Mullins being at quarterback. He'll get extra carries. They will try to run the ball more because they know that he is a workhorse. You can look at his rushing yards prop and see if it will go over. Look for, again, holes in the secondary. Who's going to be lining up against the side where Jalen Ramsey is? Find that receiver. Look to the over for, whether it's DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett, look for the over on their receiving yards prop. There's value with player props to be had in mismatches, in in you know uh, matchups, I should say, between a COVID-ravaged team and a non-COVID-ravaged team and try to take advantage of it. Now, again, you kind of have to wait until game time to make a lot of these bets or close to it because a lot of this stuff is fluid. With them moving the Cleveland Raiders game to Tuesday, 
some of these guys may clear COVID protocol and get back in. So I wouldn't advise anybody to make these bets now, but start looking at the numbers, start looking at the direction that money is moving in and see if you can find a spot where as you get closer to kickoff, you can jump on something. Um, it's a little bit of a risk to do it now, uh, and you may get a lower number now. Again, as I said, with Jalen Ramsey being out, if it's Tyler Lockett lining up on the other side of him, his player prop number might have gone up, and you might not want to wait, but it is a little bit of a gamble because if he clears COVID protocol and is able to come back in, well, now, now you're just kind of hoping you get lucky. I mean, it, it just sort of happens. So, again, I, I think there's places you can find value when it comes to COVID games and COVID ravage games that we're going to see this week uh, and, and take advantage of some spots where there are some things that, that you know, sharp bettors can really look for a, a place to take advantage of. So don't totally toss the games off the board. I think you absolutely can take advantage of certain things when it comes to betting COVID games. And that said, you know, we're going to get a whole lot of football, as I said, between Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We get Wednesday off and then Thursday, Friday, Christmas Eve, Saturday, Christmas Day, Sunday again. So six out of the next seven days of the week starting tonight, you'll have NFL football on your schedule right in the middle of college bowl season. So it's going to be a whole lot of fun going forward. All right, coming up next, we're going to get into the New Year's Six Bowls and the college football playoffs caps from those games i'll give you my picks as well we'll do that when we come back on the other side our number one in the book certainly appreciate you joining me i'm mark zeno this is point spread saturday whole lot in our number two including more from the nfl week 15 arrow epstein will join us stay with us on point spread saturday on vsin the sports betting network Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings for the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If you haven't heard, it's a good idea to fit probiotics into your daily routine. Fortunately, Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls make that so easy. These adorable little pearls couldn't be easier to take, and they support both digestive and vaginal health, all because of the probiotics. There are actually one billion active cultures protecting against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort, all in one tiny little pearl. To learn more about Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls and how they can fit into your routine, visit naturesway.com.